Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hi, everyone. You've downloaded our podcast. Maddie is back if you're up to date with them all uh, from his wisdom teeth operation. And Stav is now swapping over a car. That's right. He's got a sick deal with Suzuki. So is he get he's giving his old car and no, getting a new car? No, I think they're just going to get it serviced, but they're picking it up and getting it serviced for him, which is nice, Ooh, isn't it? Oh, quite, quite the life. Box. Yeah. Uh, but we caught up with a guy who's, I don't know, listen to the full chat and – See if you think he's kept money because I never thought about it. He's a guy that got a hundred, uh, one point six million out of ATMs. He worked out a little glitch in a system. Yeah. But a friend of mine was like, "Don't you think he's kept some?" Now I never thought about it until then. He's done jail time. Mm. What he's done was illegal. He did twelve months. Twelve months Chance jail for one point six million bucks. Doesn't so is that, sound is so that bad. all the options? Like they wipe your debt if you do the time. No, I think you're from what he says. Like, if, if he had he, money, if he becomes rich, back. he would have to pay it back, I guess. But you're right. For someone, I, I didn't even think of it. But when you hear the interview, he doesn't sound stressed. He sounds no. like life's still pretty. Or sweet. is he just a guy that doesn't need money? Well, we didn't pay him for our interview, and he's not working or anything. But if he's on like Centrelink, do they take a percentage of it and pays it back? That's what I'm trying to work out. No, I don't think they could. I don't think there's enough money in Centrelink for that. No, is there? I know, but even just like, you know, yeah. $10 a week, is there some sort of payment plan? I don't know yeah. how it works. But it's interesting chats to see if you uh, think that there's more to the story. Yeah, let us know. Um, just a little sub idea as well. We're just moshing ideas around here. If you have questions that you would, from hearing the interview, if you're like, oh, I wish they had have asked that or it made me think to ask this. Send us a message on the Stav, Abby and Matt Facebook page. We might start doing follow-up interviews mm. with our guests on the podcast that are like things that you wanted asked. So mm. like like that, for instance, does he have money stashed somewhere? Um, or, He's not going to say yes. Well, you don't know. <laughs> oh, we can still sorry, ask. Sorry, I've never been asked this. Yes, I've got 1.5 mil. I only blew 100,000. Well, you can always ask the question. You can. It's up to them to ask the way that they want. Yeah. Um, we could tell him we're not recording. We'll say, hey, just for 20 mates. Off the record. Yeah, I've heard that from a few cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the old off the record chat. Mm. Yeah. Wait for my lawyer to get here. Yeah. yeah that sort of thing. You've yawned a lot during this conversation. Yeah, sorry. Is I'm it me tired. or are you just know, tired? I'm not sleeping well. Oh, when you're away as well, totally off the topic, I'm going to be a founding member of the Dolphins. Are you? Yes. I'm going to join up membership. I'm conflicted by that, by the Are way. Are you? Yeah, I thought yeah. you would be. Um, the NRL have got a new team out. It's going to be the 17th team. Mm. I just thought, like, I, I love the Broncos. I'm a bit more passionate about State of Origin just because I'm an AFL girl, so I'm Brisbane Lions, and I just mm. thought it'd be nice. I want to be I want to be new to it, so yeah. I thought it'd be good. Yeah. You're conflicted? You wouldn't change over? No, I don't know that I can. No, you, I think like, there's a lot of people. I reckon if you're in the Moreton Bay region, I think you can. Mm. You can still have two teams, but you've got to choose what's, your one priority. What's going to be hard with a second NRL team in Brisbane is there's heaps of great Queensland rugby league players who play for other clubs at the moment yep. who will probably come to join this team. Yep. And that's where it's going to be tough because you think Cameron Munster, mm. he's a superstar of the game and a Queenslander. People will want to follow him. Yep. So that would be a draw card. Um, Brendan Smith. Mm-hmm. He's a Kiwi, but he's another great one they're talking about. So there will be a lot of players in that team who I think will be origin players. So yep. who knows what will happen? 
Well, I guess really? I always say when a new team starts, you're like, oh, you've got to give them a few years, but maybe you don't for this one. Well, quite often what happens is they do really well. Like the Titans, when they first started yeah. in the comp, they had a really good couple of years. Then they went to crap because yeah. they signed a few really great marquee players who were like, I want to get home. But they were like older players on the back end. So, you know, like Matty mm. Rogers and stuff like mm. that. Um, Scotty Prince were all in this. They had a bit of a oh, crack yeah. team for the first few years. And then as they started to retire, they became a bit wishy-washy. But the Dolphins have a lot of money. Mm. They have more money than some of the other clubs in the competition. And they're not even in the NRL yet. So mm. it's going to be interesting. Mm. Maybe Broncos have to give a little bit of incentive, incentive for you to join up membership. Their membership might go down. In all honesty, it could. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that it would go um, that they'll drop their prices and stuff. I think what it will be is it'll just be good for rugby league. You think there'll be weekends here in Brisbane, I think, where you'll be able to go and watch two Brisbane mm. games for the price of one and, and stuff like that. So they're apparently playing their games at Suncorp. Oh, they're not going to play them there? See, I heard that the ground has catered for it. So they they're going to have a revamp and they will do games there. I think they can, but I, I think the plan is for it to be at Suncorp. My friend said it's the best lawn that they've ever seen. No, oh, well, obviously I haven't been to my backyard then. No, well, they told me to tell you that you would absolutely love it. They said it's brilliant. <laughs> they went to the game on Sunday. There was some sort of series game. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. the um, Intrust Super yes, Cup. Yes, they had their yeah. grand final there. Yeah. 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 Well, it is going to be interesting. Uh, all right, let's get into it, guys. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I spoke to my mum about something that she's doing and we kind of got the giggles and it was like sad giggles at how sad it is that she's going through this mm. and it's not just her because you know when you, you've got your little kids and you take them to, to childcare for the first time? Yeah. And you know when you have to sort of see if they're okay and you'll go there and you'll sit with them and make sure they've got friends and you'll give them a couple of play dates before and it's, it can be quite nerve-wracking when you leave them there for the first time and you want to make sure that they like it. <laughs> so mum gave me a call and she got back in the car. She said, oh, I just, I hope she likes it. I said, what do you mean? She said, I've dropped your nana off at a, a assisted living place to see whether she likes it. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> You really do go around in circles, don't you, where you become the child again. Mm -hmm. So my nana, has, she's 90 years of age. She's oh, the one that her. I accidentally sent um, oh, something to. Adult toy. Adult, adult toys, toy. Which was ridiculous when you look at it. It was a, it was a bundle thing. It was, mm. well, was it meant to be a candle? It was happy vibrations. No, it, mm. it had like a little bit of a, a drink, like a spritzer drink, mm. and it had that. I don't know. Maybe Once if again, that's what killed her. Don't know who you're sending it to her. She's not dead. You stop it, okay? No, it brought her back to life. <laughs> no, that's true. She, she rang Abby and said, I've got no idea what this but she has lived by herself she knew. She for knew. so long. Yeah, she's amazing. That now she's getting to a point where mum says she's sort of getting everything a bit confused okay. and she's a bit panicked living by herself, so she wants yeah. to do it. But it's like it, everything about it, you go back to being a child. 100%. Did you make some friends? Yeah, did you make some friends? Did you like them? Because mum was like, oh, there's a lovely gentleman. He was well-dressed. It didn't smell. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't smell. Like, did you like it? So she And I said, what happened if she doesn't like it? You know, and she, I said, what one. do you mean? And I said, well, you, you say, move, so you you're say in the catchment. yeah, but you say to your little kid, if you don't like it, but that's a lie. Yeah, They're going yeah. there anyway. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. You know, so she's mm -hmm. got to move in and she's got like a, 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 like a room and apparently she likes it, but it's like, you know how I always say, I don't want anyone to order food for me because I'm in my peak. <laughs> this is my theory. I'm in my peak years mm. of making my own decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're a kid, your parents go like, just eat it. When you're at childcare, you just have to eat anything. I, I want to order my own food because my mm. nana that's going back to them. Like some people start, you know, they wear 
Adult na- uh, nappies. Adult nappies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like everything about yourself. That's why it's called the circle of life. It's just, it's really sad. Well, just enjoy this bit. But I, I, I agree. I, I see where you come from. What I always think is depressing is when you spend your whole life working and you're like, when I retire, it's going to be the bees knees. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep in. Uh-huh. You know, I don't and have to get up for work. Nana's like, you can't sleep. Can't anymore. sleep. You get up at six. I was like, just drink five. whatever you want. She's like, oh, you can't. You get a bit of a stomachache. Mm. And I was like, why don't you just eat sweet food? And she's like, well, you do because your taste buds go. Mm. Oh, so did enjoy you know it that? now. Your taste buds go when you get older. No. You can only taste. That's why a lot of older people that. like the custard and stuff because they're the only thing that goes through. Seventy-five. What? I'm going to be selfish. 75 amount. Mm-hmm. 75 is not that old. Exactly. I've gone 63. Exactly. Really? Mm. All right. Well, 61. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Anyone like, 50? 50? <laughs> that's, no, I, 70. That's, that's my parents. They, like, mum still goes out and, like, yeah. my parents could still go to the gym. Look, put it they're this very way, healthy. They're, but it was just, I was more like, you're dropping Nana off for a play date yeah. Yeah. with her friends that she doesn't know. And then. But you're going to go okay. back and pick her up. So she's trying it. She tried it for a couple of days, like just for a few different hours to mm. see whether she likes it. And then they're going to stay and she, they're going to drop her off for two weeks. Mm. What is interesting, though, is that with this, your mum is doing it. Your mum knows. Your nana knows. It doesn't matter if nana likes it or not. That's yeah. probably going to be the place. So if nana, if nana comes out, she goes, they're all losers. Mm. They're boring. I hate it there. Are they actually going to try somewhere else, or is it kind of like well, we, she doesn't just, have? She doesn't have to. She's still got her own apartment. Well, you don't have to. She anyway. can live by herself. So, Mum said, oh, like my mum okay. did say, if you don't like it, I don't want you staying here. It's a pretty quick turnover yeah. of residents, so it doesn't really matter. That's the whole thing they talk about, like when there's a spot coming up, mm-hmm. and that's not just like daycare. The only difference I can see between daycare and old folks' homes is the Viagra. I don't think this. No. Oh yeah. Stop saying that. My nana is not going in. He always says that about. Oh. Well, my wife mm. used to work for retirement homes. She said it was rampant. Yeah, you sure Rory's your kid? <laughs> Never been. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Imagine this: you find a loophole, and that loophole <laughs> enables you to get one point six million dollars worth of money out of an ATM at the bank. Now, usually when I go to the ATM and I press a number in, I keep one eye closed and look with the other like, is there enough in there to come out? Dan Saunders, please tell us how you got $1.6 of free money out of the ATM. So I used the ATM to uh, sort of transfer money between my accounts that wasn't really there, but the ATM thought it was there for some reason. Hmm. And so basically I was able to change my account balance buy these transfers, and then I could just go into the bank and get money out because the bank actually thought that my balance was millions when it wasn't really. Yeah. So it didn't happen by accident. Like, you, you wow. recognise this glitch. Like, how did you come about it, about it in the first place is what I mean. Look, it could it could have happened to anyone. I mean, I was, just, I was just using an ATM late one night and I tried to transfer some money um, between my linked accounts like so i was able to transfer money through the atm like only on the national australia bank atms Mm -hmm. so i I just worked out i could transfer money just sort of over and over again and it it wouldn't register but the money would appear and then it'd stay there for 24 hours but if i transferred a bit more and a bit more each day then um i was sort of able to keep it afloat so if you've got Two accounts you're taking out of one to put into the other. Didn't the one that you were taking out of just go into negative? So you owed on one account but had money in the other account? Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, It was more a software glitch on the ATM than anything else, really. So the ATM would honour a transfer, 
then it had realised that the transfer wasn't supposed to go through and reverse it 24 hours later. Um, oh. But if I did another transfer within that time, then basically they just keep transfers and keep coming in and going out. Right. But as long as I kept the balance above what I'd spent, then the bank sort of didn't catch on to it. But I didn't learn all this straight away. Like this is all a learning process over a couple of you know a couple of weeks, couple of months. How old were you when you were drawing this money out? I was twenty nine. So what does a twenty nine year old do? Who I don't know how much money you were earning at the time, but you had instantly worked out a way to be rich. What were you spending your money on? Yeah, well, I mean, I got myself into a bit of trouble at the start, sort of punting. Uh, on the horses because I was sort of uh, well I'm going to have to pay all this money back that we've been spending in the bars and all the rest of it so I had to come up with a loose plan on how to get all the money back and that was the loose plan was to uh, play the horses but of course that didn't go too well uh, what a surprise and, um, Dan I'm really I'm yeah. shocked man I'm shocked it was a solid plan but yeah. Um, yeah, no, it didn't go well so I just sort of got myself into a hole and then yeah and then spending just got more and more and also owing more and more money and it got to a point where I'm not going to be able to pay all this money back and the victim was the bank mm. and I've never traditionally really liked banks so I sort of just gave it to them a bit but it doesn't make it right but that's sort of what yeah that's sort of what happened. So you knew that you were doing something wrong and were I guess eventually going to be caught you knew that you had to pay it back is that what you're saying? I knew they wouldn't be happy, that's for sure. You know, like, <laughs> okay. yeah. It's not like, you know, like like a bank can just, you know, charge dead people for, uh, you know, fees for three years and then go, oh, sorry, I didn't know that. You know? Mm. It's not like I can go to court and go, oh, yeah, sorry about that, I didn't know. Yeah, it's, but it's kind of interesting thing where I think the general public would be like, well, this is a victimless crime because I, I would feel comfortable stealing from a bank if it was the bank's mistake. But you, you were overcome with guilt. But then even when it's such an unbelievable story that even when you turned yourselves in, that no one believed you for a long time. The bank sort of privately was saying, oh, we're going to come and get you. So I sort of just... Oh, so they had worked it out and sort of said something yeah, to you, right? Yeah, well, I stopped, I stopped actually doing it. So then once I stopped doing these transfers that were keeping my accounts, like, in credit by, like, millions of dollars, they basically, yeah, I knew, probably could work out all the money I'd spent. That would have, yeah, that would have had a few meetings that day. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. So after you eventually, I, I guess, turned yourself in, you got charged? You got jail time? Yeah. Yeah, I had to go to jail. I went to jail for 12 months. Yeah. But I think I think because I sort of instigated it all, I think that's probably why I didn't get longer. Did you get to keep all your cool stuff you bought? Um... I just bought experiences, really. Just bought, uh, just bought good times. Well, I can't take that so away from you. Can they? Oh my god! So yeah. you just got no, no. photos I mean, and memories. I'm yeah, not, I mean, that I'm was not... the um, yeah, that was the sort of thinking behind it. It was like, well, let's just do stuff that they can't take off us, and yeah. I'm not condoning it, but 12 months in prison for 1.6 million bucks doesn't seem like a bad trade. Yeah, when you do the numbers, it's all right. But I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be that at the start. You know, you're and saying mentally. he calculated how many, how much it cost him <laughs> each day in jail. But yeah. Dan, because you always hear like people going, "Oh, they've chosen to do jail time rather than a fine." Do you have to pay any back? Do they put you on some sort of payment plan, or is that wipe? Um, well, it's sort of like I think if I ever had money. I think it would become an issue. <laughs> as long as I've got no money, I don't think it's an issue. Do you have a bank account, though, Dan? 
Yeah, I've got a bank account. No, no, it's not that. No, it's not that. No, it's not What do you do Back for work? Back to the Dolomites. <laughs> now, if you don't mind me asking. Well, it's got, it's kind of like when you do something like that, and you know, it's totally self-inflicted. But it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of hard to get work. You know, you sort of, uh, yeah, you sort of ruin your employ employment uh, prospects. <laughs> I've had jobs that I had for a month and everything was going well and then they decided to Google my name and that was like... Oh, yeah. But surely, I've, I've seen like NCIS, you know, cyber, where the, you know, the characters, like you've got little Bow Wow on there, yeah. who, you know, he's a kid who was a hacker, did time, so they bring him in. Surely there's yeah. like some government or <laughs> bank agency who's like, let's get this guy in behind the scenes and see if he can steal from us. Oh, look, my phone's on it always. If the nab want to give me a call, I won't. Yeah. And I will point out why we, while uh, Matty is considering how much a year of his life is worth uh, <laughs> compared to, this did cost you hugely mentally. Uh, like you end up seeing psychiatrists about it. The guilt was overwhelming. And now your, your employment prospects aren't great. So there was a cost. Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's things that, um, that certainly happen, but I'm not, I could have died during it. It got that hectic. Right. So mm. uh, I, I, I think. Getting away with it with my with my life intact is yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's fine. Mm. In nature of like the spending and you know we was sort of going to you know restaurants and like shouting everyone in the restaurant and going to bars and nightclubs and shouting everyone drinks and so it was sort of like it was sort of like a you know taking from the rich and you mm. know like giving to the poor kind of thing mm, like yeah. so that's sort of you know I knew it was wrong but that sort of made it kind of you right the time, you know? yeah. Yeah. Like that's how I sort of got through it in my head. So family and friends, how did they think you were getting the money? Well, I made sure that I sort of kept that kind of spending at, you know, arm's length. I, you know, I wasn't taking my mum out for $1,000 <laughs> dinners and stuff. <laughs> like, it is interesting, though, what you were saying, the, you know, stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. And you've mentioned it earlier because... Banks have made lots of huge profits, and not condoning your actions, Dan, but they've made huge profits on having insurance policies on dead people or, um, you know, charging them fees for bank accounts that they know should have been cancelled. It all came up in the banking inquiry. So it is hard to feel sorry for a bank when, to them, they've made way more than $1.6 million in illegal and wrongful activity. Yeah, it's interesting what you say. I mean, you know, the judge, when I went through the court case, was referring to the bank as the victim. And there was people actually in the courtroom that were laughing, you know, mm -hmm. so we can, oh, yeah, the bank's the victim. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, it was wrong. There's no, you know, there's no two ways about it. I don't stand, you know, like talk to you and say, oh, yeah, it, you know, it's totally justifiable. I mean, but how else do you get them? You know, because mm -hmm. we, we have these inquiries and we know that, you know, their conduct is just unconscionable and but nothing happens mm. you know that you don't see a banker in jail and maybe they should be I, I um i know it was wrong but how else do you get them because we have these inquiries and nothing happens what do you got on the ato dan have you got a scheme for that one <laughs> Oh, look, there's plenty in the pipeline. We're just, you know, <laughs> up, here in, up here in Byron, just in the hills, just having a real think about it. <laughs> Who's playing you in the movie? <laughs> oh, no. No idea. People uh, people talk to me about a movie all the time, but I, it, it's just that kind of thing, you know. People say, oh, yeah, we're going to make a movie. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But you just never know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just uh, the phone's always on and always having a chat to people, but 
Chris yeah, Hemsworth here in Byron. Yeah, it's true. Knock on doors. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw Chris the other day, actually, at the Bay Grocer. And, really? Um, oh, yeah, now I'm, I'm excited. Gonna, I mean, everything you were saying earlier. But. Yeah, I put a script in the back of my car, and yeah. I was going to give it to him and say, hey, can you give this to Liam? <laughs> <laughs> really so good. So you have, a, you have a script? You've been working on something for a movie? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's uh, there's a couple out there, I think. Um, but yeah, like I say, like people sort of approach and then see. I can't sort of make any money from it because there's that whole so- proceeds of crime thing. Mm. Uh, so I don't really have I don't have any allegiances either way. Like to, to who makes it? Like I'm I'm sure someone might one day because like even stepping back from it, it, it's like it's a bit of a roller coaster of a story. I can see how it would work sort of on the screen. But, yeah, I mean, again, you know, who knows? Hey, it's a very interesting story, and it really does, as we've talked about, you're sitting here going, it is wrong, but also, too, you, you're not feeling bad about it. It's you a, think about anyone that's yeah. ever going to get a mortgage. You look at it, and you're paying double what the house price did, but where hand, hands are tied. and Yeah, they, they, they have us over a barrel, so... Mm. Does feel like you've gotten a little bit of revenge for a stand, but not condoning, no. of course. No. Um, mate, nice Sometimes to talk to you. It's all about the positions. I mean, there was a there was a guy who I gave gave some money to, and yeah, he's now he's he's a banker. So that was <laughs> really, that's kind of cool. Dan, nice to talk to you, man. No worries. Great to talk to you guys. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that is Dan Saunders. He found a glitch in the ATMs of Australia and took $1.6 million. There he is on the air here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's yesterday, Maddie. While you were still recuperating from your surgery, we caught up with um, the fantastic Dr. Chris Brown mm. under the pretense of it being about his new show, The Doghouse, but it was really to clear up a bit of an issue that Abby had had with him. I remember seeing him give mouth to mouth to a mouse on the show, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I thought I was going insane, or was I having a few drinks? I was very confused. So we mm. asked him about it, and he clarified. Do you ever give mouth to mouth to a mouse? Not to a mouse. Okay. Uh, I've given mouth to mouth to a fly. Mm-hmm. I've given mouth to mouth to a rabbit. A rabbit? Uh, could have been, been a rabbit. Could have been a rabbit. Yeah. It, it could have <laughs> been like, lots of puppies, lots of kittens. Mm. Like, I've been alive with a lot of animals. Mm. Um, but, but never, it's not on my list either. We worked out it was a puppy, a chihuahua puppy. Yes, so it was very born. small and it was all like wet and that's what <sighs> we remember. But he did give mouth to mouth to it. So I remember thinking, what a man. Because I was like, does he need to do it? Oh, there he, oh, he's going for it. Okay, no worries. And they do kind of look like mice when they're born, the mm. little, little puppy dogs. Did did yeah. we break down the fly? Why he bothered you know, giving mouth to, to mouth? But he to kept a... on talking and get around he was to out. it. No, yeah. I remember that episode. He was oh, out. So we can't trust anything you say. He was outside. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And died. So he, <laughs> resuscitated, he was cleaning his bin, and as he was hosing out no. his bin juice, the fly came he out. He felt bad. He was doing some episode out. In just, if, it's de- if there's an animal that's dead, and it's dead recently, he will save it, and we want to know. <laughs> well, go to my grandmother's house. She walks around with her fly spot all day long. He'll spend his entire life just resuscitating. Mm. We want to know, 131060. Mm. What have you resuscitated? Yes. Anything is, in the in nature, if yeah. you resuscitated something. Gary wanted to to throw this open. He's I like, have he. you ever asked? That's a missed opportunity. So I'm mm. guessing he's resuscitated something to be able to do that. I have. I remember there was a gecko 
and the gecko had died. And when I mean the gecko had died, I'm pretty sure I killed it because right. I stepped on it. And I was doing that with my finger as a little kid. And then it flipped back around and ran off. You saved a gecko's life. Whether it was needing to. That was it playing dead and it thought, oh, God, this girl's not going to believe me. I'm out of here. Well, they probably do, don't they? They drop half their, uh, their tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to know if anyone has resuscitated like a human. Like, what an extraordinary responsibility. Mm. I don't even think do I've that. ever, I certainly haven't done it myself, but I've trained to. Uh, mm. I think a lot of pa- parents do that when they have a newborn. Um, but I haven't even seen someone else do it in, in real life, you know? No. Mm. I've, I, um, I've not trained, but I, every time I'm in a swimming pool, if they've got the CPR chart there, I read it. Mm-hmm. Are we all trained together? Oh, God, you'd forgot. No, he didn't come, remember? Yeah, he did. Oh, here. Yes, yes. he did. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. right. They brought the baby doll out and we started crying. I couldn't. That was. Right. It was oh, you blocked it out. See, he didn't. <laughs> yes, much. the trauma. I remember those lovely nurses because came in. Because you do your hands with adults and then when you've got a little toddler, you just do your fingers. It, yeah. was, it was actually quite full on. Mm. But if you resuscitated an animal. Mm-hmm. No one surely has resuscitated an animal. What about if your What about if your cat needed it? You wouldn't go in. No. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. How much you paid? You would. <laughs> no. You have you your daughter. Wouldn't? You have your daughter's going. Save it, daddy. Save it, save dad. it. Save it. You would. <laughs> I know you would. You well, wouldn't put a sheet over and say that's it. I'm so t- sorry. It's time. <laughs> Daddy, save it! <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like taking the um, plastic off of cords at home and then doing the zappy thing. <laughs> Zap it! I think no, you'd have to give mouth to mouth. Do that too, and then you go clear. And <laughs> nope. Cat would be like the dog's alive, Stav. <laughs> Get your mouth <laughs> off gas. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Have you resuscitated something? Leah's on. What's your What's huh? your hero resuscitation story? Hi, um, so my cat had some kittens. One of them came out and wasn't breathing. Um, so I just put a little couple of breaths into it and then rubbed it really quickly, like in 101 Dalmatians, oh, you know, okay. where they rub the puppy really quickly and it comes back to life. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I could remember how to resuscitate an animal. Wow. And, and it, it worked, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and we called it lucky after the Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. How, yeah. how long were you rubbing for? Oh, probably like five to ten minutes. Wow. I always wonder, yeah. once always... you start, like at what point do you give up? Because at, at that point, like, are you like, oh, no, I'm done with it now. Someone has to come to you, you know, like when they say in the movies and they go, they're gone. I'm no, so sorry. They're no, gone. they're not. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> Call it. Leah, uh, they're gone. No. <laughs> I don't know. We just kept rubbing and hope that it came back to life, but it did. And, well, it's either yeah. going to come back to life or light on mm. fire, so you got the best of that one. Uh, Alyssa, hi. Hi, guys. What have you resuscitated? So it wasn't myself, but it was my dad. Um, So when we were younger, we had quite a lot of chickens, um, and one of them was attacked by a wild dog. Mm. Um, So he resuscitated the chicken. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm glad you laughed because we're all holding it alive. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, Yeah, okay. Did mm. he put his his mouth over the beak? Yep. (laughs) He did mouth to beak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just before you he finish his story and it gets sad, I just want to say one thing, Alyssa. When he was doing chest compressions, did it go, my God, my God? Surprisingly, no. Okay. Right. But um, it, it worked? It worked. He also had to stitch up the neck um, oh. as well, which he did. He liked to consider himself a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Just whack it under the genome. So how long did the chicken live for after all that? Oh, it lived a normal life, like years. <laughs> Till Christmas dinner. <laughs> Did you eat it? Did you end up eating that chicken? 
No, no. no. family. What did you? Pet. What did family you, chicken? Yeah. yeah. What did she? What did he stitch it with? Do you know? I actually have no idea. Because my brothers have done that before because they're a bit crazy and they go surfing. And if they've got like a gash, you don't want, no one wants to go surfing with you. So you have to stitch it up. So they've used like a fishing wire before. Uh, yeah, fishing wire. Because I was like, well, what do you, and they're like, you can't use cotton. Don't be ridiculous. Mm. It's got to be, no, yeah. Fishing line. But gaffer's now better than anything. Oh, gaffer. You put gaffer over the top. Anything. Wow, a chicken. All right, that Kelly. Good luck beating that story. <laughs> Kelly, what have you resuscitated? It wasn't me. It was a family member. We were on our way home from school and we seen smoke coming out of a house. So, um, yeah, they ducked in, um, grabbed an old man. And I remember just being shouted out like, stay in the car, stay in the car. Mm. And yeah, resuscitating an old man. Wow. So with, with a human, you have to keep staying until someone else comes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, I remember, like, this is before we even had, like, phones and stuff, so just shouting for neighbours, like, someone mm. call Triple O. Mm. But, yeah. yeah. So, by law, I think, yeah, if you start, you, have, you, start, to, you, you have to, you can't stop. Until yeah. the ambulance gets yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, right. Did um, okay. you, your family stay in touch with the man afterwards? No, but he lived, like, a couple streets away. So, when we were kids, we always used to walk by his house, and he always had, like, you know, like, those green Bunnings chairs. And he always used to sit out the front, so we just used to ride our bikes past and be like, nah, it's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair check. You're welcome! Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I brush my teeth once a day in the morning. I never, ever floss, like, unless I've got some, like, steak stuck in there. After about three days, I'll, I'll get out. Well, that came back to um, to bite me, really, didn't it? Ironically. Oh, hey? wisdom teeth probably doesn't have much to do with brushing. Some people need them out. Some people can live with them. So I had um, a toothache a few months ago. I was like, no, nah, I'll be sweet. Went to the dentist. They're like, you got a cyst. Mm. We've got to cut it out and remove that wisdom tooth so you'll go under for it. Uh, when I found out I had to pay the hospital fee and for the anaesthetist, I was like, well, do all four. Because I don't want to, in three months' time, have to pay for all that again. I always think, though, if you go for one surgery, can you request another? Well, I thought about it. <laughs> you know I mean? like, why, why are you there? Why are you there? Yeah. Uh, the answer to that is no. I have asked, by the way. Right. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to get done? No, when I wanted to get hubby, he was getting his ears drilled, like one ear. And I said, yeah. can't you just do the other one? They're there. And they're like, no. <laughs> you can only do a certain oh. amount at a certain time. And especially when another surgeon comes in, if you want to get like, if you want to get like your boots done, something that's, else. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, no, Wisdom's you, out. Yeah, no, 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 you can't. You, no, you're not allowed to. Mm. Frowned upon. Frowned upon. Mm. Imagine the mechanics were the same. You'd be headless. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, it was an interesting experience, though, because, you know, anesthetic is, you're essentially, you're getting as drugged up as you can possibly get. So um, when you come into recovery, there are times when you're like, is this reality or Mm. am I in a dream or what's happening? So when I went into recovery, and can I just say recovery nurses are the most amazing humans. Everyone in there was so happy. And because you're most vulnerable, Mm. um, they have to have a really good vibe. Mm. No one was in a bad mood. And I thought, imagine coming to work and you're in a bad mood. You'd have to pretend the whole time. They put you, you, in, they put you in pre-surgery. <laughs> yeah, because you can't be you can't be grumpy. Yeah. As, as someone's waking up, you can't be grumpy and carry on. But I had a moment where my nurse, who was very attentive, Alexis, I want to say Alexis, um, shout out to, to them, because I didn't know how high I was. Right. Because when I came to, Alexis, I think Latino. I'm going to say Latino. Okay. Alexis goes, Matthew. Matthew, wakey, wakey. <laughs> wakey, wakey, Matthew. I'm like, 
as they pull out the tube. I'm like, oh, hi, hello, hi, hi, hi. I look over and I was like, hi. I go, I'm Alexis. I'm looking after you today. You're okay. You're all safe. I was like, okay, thanks, Alexis. Alexis walks off. And I was like, I can't tell if Alexis is a man or a woman. What? I was like, is this real? Alexis, I, th- I believe, from what I picked up after. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see? Alexis um, must have been a man and is now a woman. Okay. okay. But you know, in those instances, you don't know, do I, do I ask or do I not say anything or what do I do? Because they were so lovely. So lovely. Like, hey, wake up, handsome. Wake up, wake up. Are you sure? I'm, yes, I think so. I think I'm fairly sure. That, that was not a confident answer. The only, <laughs> I was confused about the handsome part. <laughs> Maybe they didn't say I was handsome. But I only picked up on it because I laid there for about 20 minutes like, how high am I? Mm. Don't say anything because if you say something, you might say the wrong thing. This person has your life in their hands at the moment. Well, I might have gone the other way. It was the perfect time to say something because you could blame it on the drugs. Good point. You know? Oh, sorry, I was loopy doopy. Good point. Like, what were you going to say, though? That's another good question. Well, that, that's <laughs> all of this is going through my mind. And at the time, I'm like, your mouth is full of gauze. Mm. You've just had surgery. Just chill. It doesn't make any difference anyway. That, exactly. And yeah. it didn't bother me. Yeah, no, I know. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. But I like, I was like, I want to talk to this person. I want to get to know them. But I was lucky that eventually someone said, hey, where's Alex? And they said to them, it's Alexis, remember? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. And I was like, ah, I'm not high. <laughs> I am back <laughs> on earth. I am back on earth. <laughs> right now, everything is normal. Uh-huh. But you can imagine at the time mm. what that's like when mm. you've just come out of surgery, you're off your chops, mm. and you're like, is this me or is this reality? Where I, am I, at? I do love speaking to friends of mine who are nurses because apparently there's so many different procedures and there's different stuff yeah. that they give you as you're waking up. Mm. So some people are just, you know, like a twilight. It's not that. Yeah, I think I didn't get. I was looking forward to the waking up after my nasal surgery because I'd seen all those videos, yeah, people yeah. online, like, is this real life and all that. And I just woke up. Well, some people can still get like what is like the the green whistle. Mm. They still get that mm. when yeah. they're waking up because they're still in pain. And apparently, they're the videos are the funniest. Right. The only thing I do have to say about Alexis is she wouldn't go and get my teeth for me. Oh. I was like, can I have my teeth? Said, no. It's like, but I want them. Don't be stupid. You don't need them. It's like, okay. You have to say, bye. you have to say, hey, hey, Alexis. <laughs> yes, and I have my tea. <laughs> then she would. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Will it make them or will it break them? This is SAS Australia. She did an amazing job on SAS Australia. Yana Pittman, good morning. Good morning. Congratulations. I was just saying to the boys, we've actually got a WhatsApp group, not a lie, that is a Yana Pittman appreciation group where my friends and I will just talk about your extraordinary feats because you're a real-life wonder woman because you you went on this show six months after having a baby. Is that right? Yeah, thanks, Abby. I know it was a little bit crazy, um, <laughs> but I just didn't know if I'd get the opportunity again. So I think, why not have a crack, you know? Plus, you wanted to get it away from the and... child, hey? <laughs> and no, no better way than a TV show to not have to do the midnight feeds. <laughs> oh, goodness. I came back to a baby that never slept. So that was, yeah, that was tough. I got more sleep on the show. <laughs> yeah, that was a new year away. You know, they got into a bad routine. You would have had it down pat. <laughs> Now, everyone was um, talking yesterday as well about your amazing efforts climbing up, doing the swim and getting up to the chopper, which no female had ever successfully done that task before as well. 
Yeah, I didn't even think I was going to make it to the bottom of the ladder, though, guys. I was, like, getting pushed off. It looked like I was swimming in a different direction. <laughs> no idea what was going on there. But thankfully, yeah, I got up to the top, got a big cuddle with Ant, which I know a lot of my female friends were a bit jealous of. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. <laughs> so if you had a baby six months before the show, we saw that you're now pregnant with twins. Um, She's Wonder Woman. I mean, you that you must. Yeah, you're you're amazing. It's incredible. Obviously, you weren't pregnant while you're doing the show. Was it like you got home and your husband was like, "All right, I want another baby." Look, I knew, I'm a bit older, obviously, being almost 39, so we knew we couldn't wait too much longer just because that's what happens when you get older as a woman. Mm. Um, so, no, but we filmed this back in April, guys. So my baby, my he's 11 months old now, almost a year. So I guess it's a good timing. He'll be about 16 months when the twins are born. Now, you put yourself um, through medical school and now you, you train to be an obstetrician? That's the plan. I'd really like it. I don't know how that's going to fit in with six kids, so we're going to have to maybe readjust some of our goals over the next few years. But I just love women's health, Abby. I love, you know, talking about things that are taboo at times, you know, like, you know, in postpartum incontinence mm. and things like that. Um, and, you know, being a woman, having lots of kids and having been through quite a lot of the, the patient side of um, obstetrics and gynecology, it would just be great to be the doctor in that same area. No, oh, you'd want to see someone who's had six kids. Because they oh, actually do, they do, yeah, they really, they really do <laughs> yeah. get it. But are you a bad patient? Because my my friend's a doctor, and she um, did what I believe you did, which is did the scan herself and saw the heartbeat. So then when she had to go and see someone else, she's like, oh, I already know, I already know that it's fine. They say doctors do make the worst patients. Yeah, but because she's... We so, do make bad patients. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So have you been doing scans yourself just at work, just to pop in, make sure everything's... Yeah. Of course, of course. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally work next to an, an ultrasound machine. So at the end of the day, you know, especially early on, um, I just put it on my tummy and had a look and said they were there. I still have my formal ones, though, so I'm not as bad as your mate. I go and have my, my proper doctor's appointments. I just like looking at them in between. Yeah, when I ran a Subway store, I made myself a sandwich every night, you know. Exactly the exactly. same, bro. Exactly, yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. Hey, how did you go with Mark Philippoussis? I had a bit of an awkward encounter with him when we interviewed him. I asked him about all the money that he'd lost uh, from his playing career that he'd wasted, and I had heard him talk about it in a podcast before, and that's the only reason I brought it up, and then he got really offended yeah. that I asked him that. Oh, no. Mm. Um, oh, no, flipped. Oh, he's one of my absolute favourites from the from the course. And you probably saw we got paired almost mm. every time that they needed to do teamwork. Yeah. And he lifted my spirits on so many occasions. He's such a gentle soul. But, you know, he's, a, he's an athlete. He's going to have strong opinions on things, I guess. <clears> but yeah. uh, he's an incredible husband. And I loved how much he opened up about his early playing life and the fast cars and, and you know, how now his whole life revolves around his wife and kids. It's, I think he's grown a lot particularly over the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, I kind of felt like, and you would know from talking to him about it, he was quite embarrassed about it. Did you get that sort of sense? He was he talked about it, but it's not something he's super comfortable with letting people know. Well, I there was a young, he's a, he was a young guy, and mm. I think, I mean, even a lot of the media stuff I got myself into when I was, you know, in my 20s, you don't realise the impact of what you're doing at the time, and I think, you know, once you do have a child, it very much changes who you are as a person, and, yeah. and he's taken to parenthood beautifully, so it probably makes you, and he also lost it all, if you remember, so mm. I think, he, and he did reveal that on the show as well, and I think that definitely changes your opinion on life, makes you realise how little you can survive on and what your priorities are. Because you're talking about in the media, because my friends and I were discussing saying that um, it, it's so nice that people have seen the real you and and what you have achieved. But back when you were in your running career, there was a lot of like tall poppy syndrome um, because you came out and said, you know, I'm going to win. And everyone's like, oh, come on, don't talk yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a different era too, because back then we didn't really, 
we didn't have social media, so we couldn't reach out to our, to our, you know, our fans and the people who support us and talk openly about how things were going. And, you know, I was always a kid that just really wanted to be liked. And I thought the more media I did, the more fans and friends I'd make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really work like that. So, um, and, you know, it's a, but these days we, we pride, we, we, we like women and men who are authentic and vulnerable and real and talk about their ups and downs because we can relate to that. So it's a very different media environment, which I'm, you guys are in it. So mm. I'm sure you've seen the change happen. And I, and I value now that someone as quirky as me can, you know, be so overwhel- overwhelmingly supported, which is what I felt the last couple of weeks has just been, honestly, I've cried a few times because I've been so, um, I just feel so loved, which is a really nice feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's well deserved. Well, so you don't want an athlete that's going to be like, yeah, I'm probably going to come third or fourth this time. No, okay. you got to back yourself. Unless they win, that's what I'd like oh, to yeah. see. Like, it would be cool to see someone at the back, like, just kicking the dirt around, like, no, I'm not sure I can do it. But then they win by, like, a country mile. Because, mm. you know, everyone yeah, loves those cool sort of stories. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Yana, hey, great to talk to you. Thanks you so much for um, for calling us up. And if anyone wants to see just how amazing you were, uh, they can check it out. Channel 7 and 7 Plus has got all the catch-ups as well. Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Have you guys been getting lots of scammer calls lately? I had one yesterday. Did you? <laughs> it, it's kind of exciting, isn't it? Wait, so I think it's one? most read on news.com this morning that there's uh, they're, they're warning you because there was an ATM one and now there is a. ATO, uh, you mean? A, a, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, ATO. Yeah. And then there is border someone saying. Border controls? Yeah, Australian border control. Is that what you got? I got a blockchain one. What? What's a, a blockchain one? Blockchain. Well, I got this. So I've been getting them a lot, and I usually, when it comes through, I just ignore it and mm. move on. But the no, number, number called through, and a recorded message started playing. We have identified a problem with your blockchain account. You have money owing to you to the amount of $2,000. If you wish to claim your money, please press 1 to speak with a customer service person. Now, press 1, press 1. I'm like, what do I do? What is a blockchain? It is like a cryptocurrency account, okay. which I knew I didn't have, but I'd seen blockchain somewhere before, and I was like, let's have a bit of fun. Mm. Let's let's press one. So I pressed one. There was a huge pause, like long enough that I was thinking, maybe I'm going to just have to hang up. Mm. But finally, this fumbles on the phone. This lady, someone, someone press one. Yeah, yeah, someone yeah, press yeah. one. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. This lady answers. I don't know her nationality, so I'm just going to do a generic. Oh, you um, didn't record her? No, no. You I want to respect her privacy? I, I yeah. didn't think quick enough. I was, um. I was saying, Esther, get your phone. Let's record this. She goes, hello, is this Matthew Acton? And I'm like, wow, they know a lot about me. Because <laughs> like, they've got my full name. Because yeah. I thought they'd just be generic. Yeah. Hello, sir. So, um, this is he. Uh, we have your blockchain account that has been blocked, um, and you have $2,000. We need more information in order for us to release the money to you. Sounds legit so far. It's very much so. I was like, hang on, just stay there. I'll give you my credit card. You can put it straight in there. Anyway, I kind of entertained that for a bit, and I just said to her, hey, look, I'm going to stop you there. I don't have a blockchain account, um, and so I know that you don't have any money to give me. And then she actually goes, she goes, just so you know, sir, we are recording this for training quality purposes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're using the full thing that mm-hmm. they use. And I said, well, I just want to let you know that I'm aware that you're a scammer and I'm not going to give you any details. Mm-hmm. Why would you be so rude to me, Matthew? I said, well, because I know you're trying to scam me and get money out of me. You should get a real job. She goes, I do have a real job, you piece of shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> Hangs up the phone. <laughs> End of call. 
I was like, well, why would you tell me you were recording it for training and quality purposes and then just give up on the whole jig? I do like how she's really become Australian, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she's integrating into society. <laughs> the most annoying thing was she hung up, didn't give me a chance to call her a piece of shit. No. That was so oh, frustrating. I was like, damn it, call. that was the end of it. But now you've lost your two grand. <laughs> I do Good feel point. sorry for people that are getting scammed by it, though. Yeah. Like, I do think there is a certain generation, because my dad would be like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 what? Like, what do you need? Mm. So they yeah. would really question it. Mm. Well, imagine if they got you the day of surgery when you're all gassed up on <laughs> juji fruits. Maybe maybe they have. That was just their second <laughs> crack at them. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Hubby and I are sort of equal at home. We do 50-50. Hubby's great at, you know, helping out. Well, not helping out, doing a share. I do my share. Mm. But lately, he's got a bit of a, uh, like, I'll do that for you. And I'm like, that's nice. But I'll be doing all the dishes and I'll have one more plate left and you'll go, leave it. You sit down, I'll do it. I'm like, <laughs> no, but I've already done it. He goes, no, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it. I'm like, no, but it, this is not an offer because it's already done. <laughs> and then last night, the kids were in bed and he goes, you go to bed, I'll put the kids around but they're in bed. And he goes, yeah, but I'll make sure they're asleep. But there's nothing else to do. Like, I don't know. That's not, that's not it. He goes, shh. But that's not a credit. <laughs> he's, he's just finishing he's it off. He's tricking me into think that yeah. he's getting a credit for it, but it's already done. Mm. I'm surprised he's even doing the last dish. The best move is when you're putting the last dish into the rack, you grab the chucks and start wiping the bench. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, there we go. We cleaned up. So no credit for you. Thanks, but no thanks. away the last couple of days, if you didn't know, it was because I had my wisdom teeth taken out. Um, and now the numbing has gone away, I can feel all the stitches. Dissolvable? That are in there, yes, mm. dissolvable stitches. Um, but I have this, like, urge to lick them. Mm-mm-mm. Like, And I, I get dogs now, why dogs need cones when they lick their wounds <laughs> on their paws and stuff, because I'm like, that's tickling me. Mm. I just, like, Tongues like to explore. Yeah, I can't keep control of my tongue. They do. They're nosy tongues. Nosy tongues. Yes, yeah. like you know, if you've got like a cut in your mouth, yeah, and it's like uh, it's going there. It's uh, like, why are you doing that? A little bit of popcorn stuff. Yeah, Stop my it, tongue. My Stop. tongue's got a mind of its own. It doesn't listen to me. Once it gets tonguing, <laughs> it just tongues away. Mm. So thanks, but no <laughs> thanks. <clears throat> Made a terrible critical error of judgment. Um, my daughter likes to watch the YouTubes. She's been watching, I don't know what his name is, but she watches one and he's like, all right, guys, all right, fam, uh, if you guys finish this picture in uh, two hours, I will give you a Lambo. And I'm like, no way he's giving them a Lambo. He's like, 100% everything we do on this um, show is real, and you get $10,000. Now I'm going to give you this subscriber $10,000. And I'm like, that well, is rubbish. And I Googled two or three of her YouTube favourites net worth. And oh my God, we are wasting our lives. You know, probably Mr. Beast. M- the Mr. I, I googled him. Mr. And he Beast actually does give them away? Yes. How He's much does he earn? $40 million a year. Yeah. For doing you, YouTube for, clips. And they just draw? So that's one of them. Something's sort of like, can I, st- can I play Minecraft for 24-hour challenge? And if I do, I'll give you $100,000. Yeah. Your daughter has contributed to that Lamborghini. I, that's, I'm annoyed. If you go back, you start watching them, you, they're in like an apartment, and then you're up to the next because they're in a mansion with a pool, and you're like, that's, that's, we're doing that to them. Come up with an idea. Oh, that's the hard part. <laughs> oh, the effort. You want, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want effort from yeah. them? Yeah, no, I just oh, want no. the money. So, that's right. Thanks, man. No, thanks. 
Brisbane wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105.